What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, is one of my podcasting partners. Which one is it? It's Paul. It's me. It's Paul. He's not too. We're going a little old school here, like a little kid and play action. (laughs) Kid and play, (laughs) dude. House Party, phenomenal movie, right? Great movie. House Party Two was the same movie. I don't think I've seen either one of them in 20 years, but my recollection is that they were phenomenal. So anyway, Dan, unfortunately not with us tonight, but hey, we'll carry on without him. He will be back hopefully soon enough. Oh, Paul, you can't just take his line like that, dude. That's not cool. Uh Uh Uh-oh. This is the first time he missed. Hey. It's going to be some beef. It's going to be some beef. Uh, Anyway, welcome to this episode. Of Fanning the Flames, the OG Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That is us. Please, please, please follow us on Twitter. I'm at so says Jay Paul. At Dervish of World. And Dan is back on Twitter. Oh, he's not here and he's back on Twitter. We can't celebrate it. We'll celebrate it next time. But Dan is at Duarte 89 Is that right? Did I get through right? Something like that. I believe so. It's um, one of those years in the 80s. Look around, you'll find them. Uh, and the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And of course, make sure to subscribe on whatever pod forms you happen to listen to us on. I feel like I was going to say something as we were going through the 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 Twitter handle things and completely lost it. Um, <laughs> but it probably was not relevant. But you know why? You lost it, but you know what? The Suns didn't lose in November. Dude, that hey, you know what? <laughs> that was a good segue. That bet that beat the segue I was gonna go through right there. So well, kudos to you, Paul. I'm proud of you. It, it's 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 like it's like the the two way things. Not anyway. Okay, the Suns did not lose in November. No lose November. Am I right? I mean, book said it best, right? That's what he said. Book tweeted yep. out, "No lose November," right? And. You're absolutely right. The Suns did not lose in November because they are on a 17. Count them, Paul. 17. One. Please. Two. Three. Actually, go ahead. Now I'm intrigued. (laughs) I don't know how to say it after three because then you just crunch it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Four. Four. Three. It takes three licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Anyway, okay, so... 17 in a row, which, in case you did not know, is tied for 17th longest winning streak in NBA history. Did you know that, Paul? I did not know. It was that That's the 17th longest winning streak is a 17 game winning streak. Game Whoa. winning streak. That's, yep. that's some synergy there. Yep. Oh, hey. Interjection. I remember what I was going to say. So before we started recording... Uh-huh. We were fiddling around with this Twitter Spaces thing because I was like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we did this on Twitter Spaces and to see if anybody actually like hopped on because A, well, meh, and B, <laughs> it's late. And we fiddled around with it for like four minutes and I, I look, maybe it's, maybe I'm old, but I couldn't couldn't figure out how to do it. But to the one dude, didn't even see who it was. I hopped in there and like kind of sat there for, I'd say, a good minute, minute and a half while we literally said nothing. Bruh, we didn't know how to. We still don't know how to. 
Hey, we did start talking at some point. It was weird. But anyway, you did. So, <laughs> I did. I did. Anyway, we're intelligent. I mean, we're lawyer, CPA, Twitter spaces. What the fuck is that? We're, All right, we're 17. That, Justin, we're at that age where we don't understand technology anymore, sadly. You should go ask your 10-year-old. She'll figure it out for you she's in like 11. three seconds. First You're right. She's all. 11. I know I'm right. It's okay. Like, I, I, I forget how old my kids are sometimes, too. No, that's not true, but I couldn't well, I tell you. I invited to her birthday this year, so. I don't think we had a birthday. <laughs> Dude, COVID. I'm going to use that, by the way, as an excuse for not having kid birthday parties for like seven years. I'm kidding. They've been everywhere already, and let's move on hey yeah. dude what what is going on the suns won a 17 game winning streak what the fuck are we talking about paul i don't know which one was your favorite also ties of course the franchise record which one was my favorite yes bro not gonna lie so i had the absolute pleasure of being at number 17 um that was a special game man i mean got there early it was electric. I'm, you're playing the Warriors, who, look, I was wrong about them. I, I didn't think they would be much better than a, you know, kind of a fighting for the last year, fighting for a, you know, a middling seed. Uh, and obviously, they're they're better. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, it was a huge game, right? As it huge was. of a game can be in November. You have the two top teams in the league, one of them on a 16 game winning streak with a chance to tie the franchise record. In its home, you know, in in front of its home crowd on national TV, uh, you can't Playing paint a better first place in the league, right? You can't paint a better picture. So there was a lot of electricity there, and dude, it, like I said, it was a special game. It was just so much fun. That game is why NBA basketball is hands down, far and away, my favorite sport to watch. The ebbs and flows, dude. Like Jordan Poole, man, look. Huh. Lighting it up, was, lighting it up, and that, is, that first half. And you know what? You know what? And Otto Porter. Yeah, first I, I, okay. Look, let's not talk. This isn't a Warriors podcast. I'm not gonna, we're, 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 this isn't Light Years. What's that? A Warriors podcast, obviously. Just <laughs> okay. like um, the Warriors podcast. <laughs> congratulations, the Light Years. I'm proud of you. So anyway, what I was going to say. Is I completely lost my train of thought. Where are we going? Who knows? Maybe we'll get back there. It's a journey. Oh, Paul. Oh, <laughs> let's stop talking about how like what, what the Warriors did well. Fuck that, because we beat them. We beat, beat them. them. And we beat them, unfortunately, without Devin Booker. Yes. So, well, he was there for part of it. Let's but... let's get the let's get the let's get the kind of like bad but not really bad news out of the way. Just address this really quick. Yeah. Devin Booker got a hammy, right? Well, he has a hammy. He, yeah, he has two well, of them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he get he 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 pulled it, strained it. Act like you've been here before, Paul. We know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so and you know the funny thing Hammy's is he's got a boo boo. You know, last night at the game, I remember I'm sitting there thinking, okay, we're getting through the second quarter. Book's on his normal. Spot here, resting, resting, resting. And we started getting down to like two minutes left. I'm like, well, this is weird. It was like Monty, like resting book for the second half. And of course, then I'm like, well, maybe I should check out Twitter. And sure enough, I see that book has the the, the hamstring injury. Now, hamstrings can be obviously you know, concern, concerning. And again, we'll get to the good stuff here. But well, let's just ask, Paul, point blank. 
are you worried about books hammy in any way shape or form i mean outside of i mean yes a, li- a little bit just because hamstrings they can be one of those kind of injuries where you think you're getting better and then it re-injures itself and then can just linger but it sounds like it's a mild sprain or whatever they're calling it strain whatever right he's only expected to miss a handful of games and i know the Suns are being extra careful with it because it's early and they don't want that to happen and we're freaking good so like we were able to survive without ayton so now we can see how we can survive without book and you know clearly uh ayton stepped up in that uh in that void and hopefully we'll get to see that over the next couple games he can be that kind of number one number two option instead of being a just being a release valve right 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 and 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 i like that you brought that point up and we will get to that point but i'll tell you why i'm not concerned about books and okay you know you can't say you're not concerned because he didn't finish the game i mean i I want him playing the game obviously but a Last night, when I found out he was not going to come back into the game, I was definitely concerned right off the bat. But then some of that was alleviated by the fact that I saw him eventually come back out to the bench and be Mm. out there for the remainder of the game, at least as a spectator, right? I think if it's anything truly serious, you're going to hear that you're not going to have him come back out there sitting, standing up, moving around. You know, he's going to be getting treatment right off the bat or at least keeping himself kind of still, I would think. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Two, Flex, actually, I think it was during the game still. Maybe, maybe, maybe (laughs) shortly thereafter, tweeted out last night that Book was only going to be out for, you know, about – Two weeks, one week, two weeks, something like that. I don't know how the tweet right in front of me, but he he gave that kind of estimated timetable, right? Which is standard for for a hammy, especially when there's no need to rush him back, kind of like you were alluding to, right? Mm-hmm. And then third, I think today the the, the same thing came from. Uh, I'm not sure where it was reported. I saw it scrolling through Twitter somewhere, so I'm not giving somebody credit, but I think one of the one of the I don't know if it was Monty or somebody said, you know, few games was was what was thrown out there. So that's, you know, vague enough that you don't know if it's going to be three or four or two, you know, five. But it's also not any reason for alarm, at least again, as far as as far as I see it. So and ultimately to Paul, like you said, let's see how they deal with the with the uh, um Oh, help me out here, Paul. Adversity. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see how let's see how they I, deal with I'm the adversity. Leaving right? you hanging because, out there. Because look, this team just cakewalked it to the finals last year, right? So let's see how right. they deal with fuck you guys. Let's see how they deal with actual adversity. No, I'm obviously kidding about the cakewalking thing, but here's the deal. We're going to have to deal with adversity. We saw it in the playoffs last year. Chris Paul got hurt. Devin Booker got hurt, right? Uh, uh, Dario out. Campaign hurt. We're going to have to deal with adversity. So let's deal with it now, too. Why not? We we saw the Suns win. I mean, part of this winning streak occurred while DA was out. Adversity handled. Part of the winning streak was when Campaign was out. Exactly. Adversity. What happened, Paul? Handled. So let's let's keep this winning streak going while Book gets his hammy rested, right? And then yeah. we can say what? Adversity. What? Handled. 
I set up a pattern there, Paul. I thought you were going to pick me up, dude. Come on. We should see eye to eye here. Jeez, man. We've known each other for like, well, what, so we're, like we're not... 50 years now? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but let, let, let Book go get the treatment. Maybe Kendall fly out. Give him a little hammy rub down. We'll be back in no time. Fresh as a daisy. Doesn't hurt to keep some miles baby. off those legs too, right? That was a quick yeah. turnaround. So, hey. Again, and it's one of those things you kind of get the feeling that the way it's been kind of, you know, addressed that if there is any more urgent of a timetable, if you know what I mean, like if we're talking about a playoff situation, maybe we're looking at a different timetable for, uh, for, for real, but Hey, that's a hypothetical. We don't even need to worry about. Right. Nope, so what, why, why it, worry? Cause it's December. It is December. Wow. It's wild though. It's December. Hey, so yeah. Speaking of December. Yes. Speaking of guys having to step up and deal with adversity. Mm-hmm. That game last night, who would you say stepped up the most in Devin Booker's absence for the Phoenix Suns? Filled that void, if you will. I would say that would be our young stallion, DeAndre Ayton. Yes, stallion. A stallion. I love that. Hey, uh, wild stallions with a Y. Yeah. What's that from, Paul? Bill and Ted. Oh, I love it. Not, not, not missing a beat. So, um, yeah. And, and just for the sake of clarification too, I asked who filled the void, not necessarily who was the most important player in that game. Although an argument can be made there. And I, and I only say that because I think it's clear that DA was the one that, that filled that void. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, and, what, and, and ultimately and or something like 24. that. 24 and uh was it 12 i thought it, was, it might it was have been 14 12. 14 24 and 14 i think right i'm looking right now regardless regardless and he came out here's the thing though he he also scored nine in the first quarter when book uh was 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 still in the game um, right yeah he he was obviously he, part of the focus of that of the game plan for the Suns was to get da involved early and and thankfully we saw him continue to get involved through through the game and hey you know what and I, I like to think that it was because that was what they would do, even if book was still playing. But regardless, uh, DA obviously filled in more than admirably. <laughs> um, and, and, and the, at 24 and 12 and the Suns obviously come out with the, with a huge win. And uh, dude, let's, we'll, we'll get to Mikhail. I mean, do we could yeah. talk about, I feel like I could talk about that warrior game last night for like hours. It was, it was just such a fun, phenomenal game. There's so much great to take away from it, but let's talk about DA's defense too. And I know we, you know, we we've got the example of DA, you know, blocking Steph on the perimeter on that three. Mm, that was but great. That was great. DA's big, long guy. That didn't surprise me that much. You know, whatever, big deal, DA, that's the thing he's going to do. And and this maybe is something that shouldn't surprise me either, but what I loved the most was DA um, keeping up with Steph. Dare I even say locking Steph down on the perimeter? And that happened, I would say, if memory serves correct, at least three times in the game. And I'm talking one-on-one situations where they got switched off and DA goes man-to-man with Seth, Steph Seth Curry, Steph Curry, not Seth Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, and and keeps him in check. I mean, it's phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's, and that's that's why when when I was going into that game, looking at that as a situation, where I'm like, all right, so 
we know that the Warriors are really pushing the small ball thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they've got Draymond playing center pretty much, or Looney, which either they one, had, you know. They had Gary Payton too playing center. At right. I mean, so at the end of the day, that's 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 obviously a stark contrast to having DeAndre Ayton followed by JaVale McGee, right? So you walk into that game going, all right, which one of these approaches is going to is going to win out? And I I fully expected it to be the Suns approach because of D.A. being that kind of X factor as a guy who defensively is not a liability against any warrior smaller lineup, at least not a significant one. Okay. if he's one on one with Steph 10 times a game, is he going to successfully stop him? Eight, seven of those times, probably not. Six, probably not. Five, ah, maybe. But he's enough that it's not going to be. Oh no, this is a dead matchup. Whether Steph pulls up or whether whether he you know drove and and I think that was you know that was a huge difference maker in the game last night. That doesn't even show up in that box score that Da also stuffed with stats. Right. Yeah. Because Da is. He's almost like a cheat code for us that like other teams don't have because he can do that. There are very few, if any other bigs like DA in the NBA who can defensively kind of stay with perimeter guys like that and be able to switch, but is also over seven feet. And, you know, with the warriors, you know, they, how they get you is they, they run those bigs off the court and force you to go small, which is what they want to do because, you know, that plays to their strengths and the Suns didn't have to do that. So, whereas they don't play into the Warriors strengths, but at the same time, they are also, um, you know, taking advantage of one of the weaknesses that that causes is, you know, you have, you still have a guy who like, yeah, I mean, Draymond's a great defender, but you know, six eight versus seven three at a certain point there's only so much you can do or whatever however tall da is whatever did you did you just say he's seven three no that's chris stops is seven three i was listening to a pod this morning they're talking about six six eleven okay still which is crazy because i i'm pretty sure at u of a he was listed at seven foot now all of a sudden he's six eleven poor kid's already shrinking fatherhood man gets you yeah you know it's the hair it's because he cut down the hair that's right (laughs) yeah but I mean, he's able to stay out there and at the with while not having any drop off in defense playing against all those perimeter guys, he then can then maximize that on the other end of the court because he can punish them going small because he can play down low and in the post and you know do the do the things that a center is supposed to do on offense. Yeah, I mean, he he really is a a special piece. And have I don't know, Paul, if we've ever actually addressed this question point blank on this podcast. I mean, I feel like we must have, but at the same time, nothing comes to mind specifically. Do you think mm. DA deserves a max contract? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean. I waffle on it, but, you know, I do love egos. So I think I'll, I'll say that, uh, yes. I, I, I I didn't get that. 
I didn't either. I lost it. I thought I had it and it didn't go where it wanted to. Oh, yes, so that was why you thing. said you love egos? That was awesome. <laughs> Dude. I, I thought I, I had a I had a jag that I was going to go on and with and try to bring it out and then I lost it. And, well, and so <laughs> and I I ask that because I I I'm frankly kind of expected your answer to be yes. So I, I think we have not discussed this. No, no I'm kidding. Yes, yes, 100. He he, oh. he deserves a max extension. Uh, I was, I was oh, kind of joking. You were joking I was the whole time, and I was oh. trying to pull it out, and I didn't. It did. I lost it. Oh, that was, yeah, that was, yeah, I love you. All right. So, okay, cool. So we yeah, I failed so, miserably right. there. Fall flat on my Good face. Deal. So we have talked about this. Have we asked that question though, point blank on the pod before? That does he deserve a max? Yeah. I don't know uh, if we've ever like, I mean, I did point I, blank, I, but I think every one of us think has he, at some point does. said he deserves a max. I absolutely he, think he deserves yeah. a max. I also don't have a problem with the sun's not giving it to him yet. Whole different subject that we've already beaten to death. Right. Okay, with that, okay, I have. It depends on the reasoning why. Not giving the reasons. The reasons given by James Jones. What other reasons are there? Well, (laughs) okay. So, like, if 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 the the team, yeah, he he said he wanted a max. He said he wanted the full five year max. And they didn't want to give him the five-year max, and so it was a non non-starter there. I mean, you go to he gets the free agency, he can get a five-year max, and it doesn't like screw up the team, right? That's assuming yeah. we're going to be trading for somebody else who's on a five-year extension. Wait, why are we why are we trading? Because that's the only reason to have not given him a five-year max as an extension. That's not true at either. all. Are you kidding me? Do we not have this conversation for like twenty minutes on this podcast? Oh, why else did you read the article with the interview of James Jones in the art in the athletic that came out like right or right after a free agency ended? What? Or I mean, that, that the signing, excuse that, me, the signing period ended. I understand that his agent. No, I'm, his, no, the, 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 the designated max contract. Yeah. Aspect of it. Yes. Yes. I understand that James that. Jones discussed. Yes, I understand that. But you just said there's no reason why they would wait. That's a reason why they would wait. If they're planning a trade. (laughs) What, they're going to give a designated max to somebody else? Paul, Paul, Paul. Because James Jones says, James Jones in that article, right, said they have the rule, obviously, that you cannot have two designated rookie more than two extensions more than more two. than two. yeah exactly you cannot have more than two so mm-hmm. they want to maintain their flexibility but like you said that does not mean they cannot and they still are the only team that can give him a five-year max next year in yes. free agency right right and james jones said in that article that they want to keep their the the flexibility available to add another contract like that at some point in the future which implies which, impli- which implies something, sure, but in all likelihood, the Suns. What's going getting- to happen is after the Suns win the title this year, and after uh-huh. the Suns win the title next year, 
and Chris Paul is on a contract that is only guaranteed for half a season, right? For the third year? Yes. Yes. Only guaranteed for half the season is going to feel like, you know, I'm ready to kind of start slowing things down a little bit. And maybe I <laughs> no, took that sounds this like nice personality. <laughs> I took this nice friendly contract. I want to go hang out with my kids more, make some more TikTok videos, whatever. Are they they're just called TikToks, right? Not TikTok videos. Did I just do yes. an old guy thing right there? You just did an old guy thing, yeah. Which is probably what Chris Paul would do. Nice. <laughs> so proud of myself. So I look I look like I I look like uh, oh my god, Martin Riggs and speak like Chris Paul. It's a good day for Justin. It's a good day for Justin. What are, you, what are you doing? Okay, anyway. So I completely – I now I lost my train of thought, Paul. Where where was I going? What was I saying? I don't know. Um, <laughs> that Chris Paul went third year. Half ah, see, yes. see, I knew if I just let it linger, I would force you to remember. Is going to think, I'm ready to slow it down a little bit. Maybe maybe there's a team out there that uh, you know wants a, a contract that's – team friendly at this point that they can just buy out cheap or whatever and then i can go about my little merry way and enjoy my post nba career i don't know if it works like that or whatever but right and uh you know what kind of what kind of guy would be on a contract that would be tradable of chris capal's you know 30 something million dollar contract that could also possibly be a designated max extension that could possibly also be a guy that could fill the role that chris paul would be leaving behind i don't know and maybe is also in a situation that is an ideal where perhaps their coach even just got recently fired. And I know I'm talking two years down the line, but I'm talking <laughs> about Aaron Fox. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's why Paul, there's a reason why the Suns didn't necessarily want to give DA a max extension this past off season. Are you right. going to tell me, no, there's not a reason still. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's more a question of still. What I'm saying is in the, in the messaging and the communication. I didn't mean that specifically at this this specific conversation or part of it. I meant just in general right. because, like, this I thought was done. But yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah, let's move on. We're we're wasting time. I'm happy. I'm happy. We saw we saw eye to eye there. See, I knew. It. See earlier where 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 it didn't work. Right there, it totally worked. Okay, so let's talk okay. about though. And I feel like I, I, I want to continue down the subject path-ish because I still want to talk about DA and his max worth, but I don't want to reopen that can of worms with you, Paul. That we so, can we can try. Okay, we, really, we can try. Okay. Do, should we have a safe word? <laughs> Sibilance. Mustache. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hot mustache. <laughs> oh, side note. Side note. I, I stayed at an Airbnb once. And the password to get on the Wi-Fi was hot mustache. That's sweet. I love that. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So what else does DA need to do to prove to people that he's a max guy? Right. Apparently because score. right. Because and, and that's that's the thing that always gets me. And and I know we've talked about this on the pod before, but it's almost like people forget that DA's rookie year when he was more focal as far as, you know, his role in the offense, more of a focal point because we didn't have, I don't know, a guy named Chris Paul. We didn't have Mikhail Bridges as involved in the offense. Didn't have JK. But he's going to solve all, all the Lakers problems, by the way. Don't forget when he comes back. I can't do it. 
Trevor Ariza <laughs> must just have naked pictures of every GM in the NBA or something. That's the well, he's only at a mini- reason. At least he's at a minimum with the Lakers, unlike the the deal so he got. So what? Yeah. He's still getting paid. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying he got paid by us and then got paid by Sacramento. Hey, Paul. Yeah, it's, it's it's no different than the Lakers walking up and giving you eight hundred grand or whatever it would be. Like literally, that's your level of contribution would be the same. As far as I see, actually, Lakers might be that bad that he might actually. Anyway, let's 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 stop. Let's stop talking about the Lakers and move back to the subject at hand, which was what were we talking about? Where were we? Uh, Da when he was a rookie focal point of the offense, eighteen points a game, right? Uh-huh. And and then obviously in the playoffs last year we saw uh, uh, some incredible offensive outbursts from Da right, uh, mm-hmm. and and I think it was his rookie year, but there was a game and this is you know like just a one simple example, but where Da I think scored thirty points in the first half of a game, which I believe we were at Paul, which if I recall correctly was against the Nuggets, but at any rate, okay. Point being, I get really tired of hearing people say DA's not worth a max because he doesn't score enough. Tell me he's not good enough in your eyes. Fine. I, we have a difference of opinion, but saying it's because he doesn't score enough when we know he has the capability of scoring. And obviously the game plan that Monty has been running last year and this year doesn't necessarily call for it, but when it does call for it, it's there again, Mm -hmm. playoffs again, last night and to again (laughs) kind of circling all the way back to that filling the void that book left da was getting those touches now let's not forget he's getting all those touches and putting up those shots and putting up that 24 and 14 against a team that's running a small lineup all the time because that's just how they are the the biggest guy they have is kevon looney right and uh I guess the question becomes, can he keep that up against other bigs in the league? And the answer is yes, because we've seen him do it already in the playoffs, right? So don't give me DA is not worth the max because he doesn't score enough. If the guy's value to the team, his abilities are such that he could deserves a max and give him a max, right? Like I said, just. Tell me he's good enough or he's not good enough. Don't give me he doesn't score enough. That's like again. That's like saying Chris Paul. That's like that's like saying Chris Paul's not that great because he passes too much. Well, yeah, that's that's very much an old school mentality of thinking and a very much a layman NBA fans. uh, Casual, casual. Casual. Thank you, casual, casual. NBA fans like, oh, scoring is all that matters. No, Paul, old guy move, Paul, not casual NBA fan, just casual. Mm. It's, it's, it's implied. It's understood. Just casual. No, Jesus. Stop trying to make it different. Just casual. Stop trying to make fetch happen. (laughs) (laughs) So fetch. Okay. One guy that we have not spoken about yet, but I said we would. Mikhail Bridges. Landry Shamit? <laughs> he actually, yeah, he, he hit some threes last night. Mikhail yeah. Bridges, Paul. Yes. Yes. Do you so, want to talk about his performance first? Or do you want me to? Let me ask you this. Do you remember that play towards the end of the fourth quarter? Um, uh-huh. You do? 
No. You sure? Why not, Paul? Why not? Why not? Paul slept through the end of the game last night, guys. Oh, sweepy. my God. Paul was, was too sweepy to finish the game. Poor little guy. He missed it. But then he woke yeah, up early, early in the morning and saw that the sun's... Okay, anyway. I can't believe you fell asleep that game. I'm so mad at you. I did not fall asleep because I was there. So that, that helped. That, that helped a that lot. That makes sense. That, that would help a ton of not falling asleep. I did comment at about 10 o'clock that it was past my bedtime, which is funny because that's when we record typically, which is yeah. maybe why like I feel like there's there's always kind of this high and low you know what i mean like intense yes. and not so intense but anyway so 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 mikhail bridges dude yes he was he was he was the straw that stirred the drink that was the suns last night steph curry did not have a bad game mikhail bridges shut his ass down that's what that's what it was dude like and, and okay, it it's it's a team effort, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But harassment, harassment, harassment. Like, if that wasn't a sanctioned NBA game, Mikael Bridges might you know have a restraining order because it wasn't it wasn't quite bad enough to get him arrested, but it was concerning. That's what he was doing <laughs> to him all night, dude, and it was beautiful. Um, and I mean. You see him and you see DA together on defense when that's clicking and 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 guys are doing what they need to do to get to the right spots to 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 to, to provide the right help. It's such a beautiful thing watching that team play defense. I'm still not used to the Suns being a, known for their defense. It's a very yeah. very weird thing after 60 years of being a franchise. Yeah, I mean, do they 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 held the he. So what the 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 Warriors shot six for twelve from three in the first quarter. Six for ten oh. at one point missed their last two. Uh-huh. The Suns held them to eight for twenty-eight the rest of the game, which is, I believe, if I recall correctly, just a shade under thirty percent. The, the, war- the Warriors. The Warriors. Dude, I mean the defense last night was phenomenal and it's, it's funny too. Cause what the Warriors scored. Oh, and that's another thing. The Warriors scored 35 in the first quarter, I believe it was. And they scored what? 61 the rest of the game. Huh. I can keep going. Paul. I can keep going. Just rattling it off. It, it, the, that's the beautiful thing. God, I love this team. And Devin Booker didn't play. Devin Booker played one and a half quarters, give or take. Yeah, and Byron Sproul, well that's too. partially your fault. Remember that. On the record, partially your fault. <laughs> and very much Josh Tibbins' fault. Anyway, not going to get on that because you know what, Paul? 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 Pod? Podcast of optimism, baby. We good. We good. I mean, think about that. Book Book didn't play, and the Suns still were able to pull out a – what ended up being a pretty – comfortable victory at the end of the day right yeah which again is the beautiful thing about this team the 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 depth and the next man up mentality is just so apparent i mean we even saw alfred payton moments last night moments minutes not the greatest minutes in the world but they were there you know he was ready to go he had a couple of little you know flashes but then he had some moments of guys a, a guy who isn't in nba games on a regular basis but at the end of the day again stepped up filled the role that he needed to fill and like I said, the beautiful thing about this team, man, it's a team. It is a team. It is a complete team 
with very, very few weaknesses. If any. If? <laughs> Easy. Easy, Paul. Easy. What? I said if. So Paul's just I, I need a I need a I need to paint this picture for for people who don't get to see this, which is everyone but me. Paul is at his office, mm-hmm. and it is apparent that somebody is there. Yes, and yep. you're trying to speak very quietly right now, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm, no, kind of. Who is it? Tell him. Tell him to come over and say hi. No, don't. The cleaning folks. Oh, it's the cleaning. That's folks. how late oh, okay. I am at the office. Oh, don't cry me a river, bro. Cry me. No, a river. no, it's, just, it's been a while since I've been at the office, so the cleaning people showed up. So, Paul, yeah, dude, I, it, it's been like 35 minutes on on just that game last night. We haven't got to the which point is inappropriate, we, which is 100 percent appropriate. Oh, absolutely. It was, you know. It was playoff level atmosphere there last night. Yeah, I, that was what I was wanting to ask you, because, I mean, you know, we were recently at playoff games. You know, in that. Arena. Yeah, no, <laughs> the, so, the, 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 the not crowd, that long ago, so the crowd, I mean, Last two minutes of the game, not a butt in the seats. Everyone's standing for a regular season game in November. Now, yeah. again, granted, against two, between two phenomenal teams, one of which is on a huge winning streak, but still, you know, it's a mm. game in December or November. And uh, yeah, the crowd was the crowd was phenomenal. The crowd was absolutely phenomenal last night. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to didn't have to worry about uh, you know, bandwagon fans coming in and buying up all the tickets like our our Chargers. Of well, you know, <laughs> well, you the know, opponent, the, the, opponents. the crazy thing is, frankly, there are a lot of Warriors fans there. Well, yeah, yeah, but we were just louder, baby. We are, we, we are, we have a good crowd. And I mean, I, I'm even talking like. You heard him a little when the Warriors were getting leads, but it was never like a, oh, my God, I can't believe this. It was like, a, OK, yeah, I'd want to be in Phoenix in November, too. Yeah. <laughs> but OK, let's let's talk about let's let's talk about Warrior fans, not not like talk about Warrior fans, because I guess this could really apply generally across the board. Uh-huh. And I tweeted this out. I saw a number of parents who were there wearing their son's gear with mm-hmm. their kids wearing warrior stuff. And I get I'm... it. Excuse me? I get it. Why? I How? don't root for a single one of my dad's teams. A single, not a single one. Did you ever go to a game with your father wearing the opposing team's gear? No, but I could see myself doing it if I rooted for that team that other team or that player but you also got to remember when you were a kid when you were a kid what teams did you root for i wasn't really into sports when i was a kid okay so the question is kind of irrelevant to you if you think about it because i guess here's the question when okay so when did no okay let's talk through this paul let's unpack this let's let's unpack paul's relationship with his father let's unpack (laughs) paul's relationship with gerard okay let's do this (laughs) yeah he failed to make me a yankees or a giants fan (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's great because then we wouldn't be friends, Paul. I'm sorry, we just wouldn't. Um, well, the giant, you know, the Giants thing, kind of. I'm kidding, actually, because I love your dad. So clearly, <laughs> I, I, I don't hold the fandom against anybody. But anyway, back to my point. When did you start to get into sports, if you will? At different points throughout my life. So, like, but like, sports. what what was the first? What was the first sport? 
Everything's so difficult with you, Paul. It is. You just give me an yeah, answer. I, I, I am, I'm an onion, and you got to peel back those layers. I feel like I feel like doing a podcast over the years with you has made me a better lawyer. I have to say that. So thank you. Every time, every time I ask, I just want to, I just want to know your opinion on sports. It's like taking a deposition. It's fantastic. So anyway, what, yeah. At what age did you do you first recall getting more into any sport at all, where you actually became a fan of a team? Around twelve. Around twelve. Okay. And what what team was that? The St. Louis Blues. And how did you become a fan of theirs? I lived in St. Louis. Okay. And, really <laughs> and they were very you. good at the and time. What, 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 was your dad a fan of any hockey team at that time? I ain't Rangers fan, but not like he wasn't a, like because he grew up in New York. He was like a casual Rangers fan. He like his, his Rangers fandom would not be like he goes to Rangers games wearing no. Rangers. No. Okay. okay. No. You see where I'm going with this? I Do I have to ask you questions? No. Well, but okay. How about this? How about this? How about this? How, how, about, th- if, how about this? What if, how about what this? if you asked your son to go to the Suns game with you last night uh-huh. and he said, Dad, I can't wait and came downstairs wearing a Steph Curry jersey? What would you do? I'd take him. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Really? Yeah. Because you got to remember this. First of all, if that happened, you failed as a father. <laughs> okay. So I well, guess, I guess, I guess in that case that I shouldn't see, be surprised. Because I got him to be a Suns fan already. He already is a Suns fan. But that's because I was smart and I, I, his first experience was a playoff game. <laughs> and he loves Chris Paul because of the stupid State Farm commercials before he was even on the Suns. <laughs> so. Does he know that Cliff Paul is not really his brother? He doesn't know who Cliff Paul is. He oh. got into it with the ones with Carlton was playing. Oh, okay. Baseball. Okay. 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 So anyway, anyway, but anyway, my, my Here point is, is let my go ahead, point go ahead, go ahead. is the generations younger than us because of social media and whatnot from a overall sports standpoint, yeah, go ahead. Um, from an overall sports standpoint, are fans more of individual players? We saw this a dick, lot with Paul. LeBron. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you say yes, please, like a gentleman? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Oh, I think Paul just froze. I'm going to keep talking. I, I think where Paul was going was that I was hoping he would come back. As Oh, here he is. He is back. I'm here. Yeah. Could you not hear me? Do I need to start over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cut out when you said, well, basically right after I said you were a dick. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. But yeah, so basically the the kids these days, they're fans of players, not fans of teams. So they'll follow those players. Like you saw it with you saw it with LeBron, you see it with KD, you see it with a bunch of these other guys who kind of jump. You saw see it with guys who are weirdly fans of Kyrie but um they they follow their players so when when you have a team that was as not good as the Suns were for a number of years when Steph Curry was lighting it up and he has a 
very, very entertaining, enjoyable style of basketball to play. I can see why a lot of younger kids are fans of Steph Curry and would want to support and root for him because they haven't become, they haven't, they don't know how to become a fan of a bad team. Let me ask you this question. Those parents who were there wearing sun stuff while their kids were wearing Seth Curry, Seth Curry. I, I, I'm a big Seth Curry fan to be, to be quite honest. So that's why I keep saying hey, his name. former son, former son, respect. Um, those parents wearing son's gear while their kids are wearing Steph Curry jerseys. Have they failed as parents? No, cause Steph Curry was almost a son. I, if they were wearing like a Harden Jersey, might be a different story or a LeBron Jersey. Interesting. Why, what, but why, why are those guys different? Because I like Steph Curry. I'm I I'm finding Steph myself Curry. finding Steph Curry less and less likable. Almost dare I say, yeah, unbearable. <laughs> but maybe I'm just jaded and a teeny bit biased. I don't know. But here, okay, I'll, I'm going to put it like this: If I was ever faced with a scenario where I'm going to a Suns game and one of my beautiful, beautiful daughters walks out of their bedroom wearing the jersey of any other NBA player, per, uh-huh. particularly any NBA player on the team we're playing that night, I simply tell my daughter, you go into your room and you change if you want, want to go to this Suns game. But you know what? My beautiful girls would never do that because never. they have a fantastic dad. Anyway... Anyway, anyway. All right, Paul. What else yeah. do you want to cover here? What were we talking about there? We're, we got we got into talking about how we're such great parents because our sons, our sons, our sons, our sons fans' kids. <laughs> yeah, our kids are sons fans. <laughs> Which I, I think, frankly, is something you cannot debate. Frankly, I keep saying frankly, because of what you said, too. We've managed to have our children who were born at the worst possible time to be a sons fan to become sons fans. So that makes yes. us awesome. Good job, Paul. Proud well, of you. I, I'm very much impressed that you got your older daughter to become a Suns fan because she was old enough to like grasp yeah. sports when they sucked. Like at least like my son and your younger daughter who are about the same age, yeah. you know, hadn't really like what's sports, right? Like, what's, right. What's rooting for a team, and now it's and like they they get to go to like a good team. <laughs> so. So my oldest during the playoffs was talking shit to her friend in their group chat. Who's a Laker fan. Okay. Good Without any prompting from me, she came to me and showed me to, and it was all good natured. She's, she's a, she's an angel. My, my, my youngest 11, Paul, you called her 10 earlier and you know, you call her 12. Jesus. Yep. Um, so my youngest Anytime she sees Space Jam stuff, she <laughs> says that she doesn't like Space Jam because I I told I might have told her that we we don't like Space Jam in her family because LeBron James isn't the best guy. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. But anyway, so loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Yeah. Anyway, Paul, I and, and of course, just to be fair, for the record, just to clear any misconception that might arise from this. I don't actually think those parents failed as parents. Okay, I'm 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 being they facetious. They failed human beings. Okay, Paul. <yes. <laughs> Forget them entirely. They don't. They, entirely. they deserve nothing. 
thing. <laughs> you will take. You will not take go. You will not pass go. You will not collect the thousand dollars. Two hundred dollars. Whatever. All right, Paul. What else, buddy? What else do we want to talk about here? Do we want to talk about the upcoming games a little bit? Do we need to make picks? Or of course, of course, we need to make picks, and of course, we should talk about. Are the you upcom- worried about the second Golden State game? Because no, you know, no. Okay, <laughs> that's easy Look, enough, dude. I mean, <laughs> I, I I said this before the season, and okay, we're in a safe place. Full disclosure. I was getting a little scared, Paul. I mean, that super secret episode of Fanning the Flames that that is still locked away behind a f- phenomenally overpriced paywall, <laughs> encrypted and hidden away. You talked me off a ledge that episode. I, I did. Was, I was scared. I know you were. But after those fleeting moments passed, Dan I reversed. Almost talked right- you off the off the ledge. That's Dan true. Actually, that. and he's the one we usually have to talk off the ledge. Oh, there's yeah. Dan's 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 never on the ledge. He's fine. He's he just he just thinks he's on the ledge, but deep down he knows we good at all times. He even said it on that episode. God damn it. <laughs> gotta gotta unlock it. Anyway, anyway. After those fleeting moments of of a little bit of of concern, mm-hmm. I quickly reverted back to there's no team in this league that really concerns me when it comes to the Suns because they have guys that know what roles they need to fill on this team, and they have guys that are all very good at a baseline, in the very least, very good at filling those roles, too phenomenal at filling those roles. More guys erring to the side of the higher end there, if you ask me. So, no, I'm not worried about the, the second Warriors game because I saw what the Suns can do against them already. And and you know what the beautiful thing is? All right, again, we're in a safe space. I'm going to go ahead and say this, because I admitted this to my buddy Phil on the way to the game. If the Suns had lost that game last night, I wasn't going to be too heartbroken. No. Because why not keep a little chip on that shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. This team this team knows it's there. JaVale McGee's not quiet about it. You know what I mean? Um <laughs> This team plays with a chip on its shoulder. And do I think they need that motivation? No. This team has more motivation than anyone needs to do anything between the leadership they have from the coaching staff and in the locker room. Forget it. We're good there, right? Mm-hmm. But it never hurts to have a little extra. And maybe maybe not winning that game would have resulted in that. But guess what? They won the game, but they can still walk out of it with that chip on that shoulder and feel like they need to play with something to prove because now they're going to have to keep doing this without Devin Booker for a little bit. And we know they can do it because they got guys they are going to fill that void based on whatever game they're playing, whatever the situation calls for. I mean, look at Chris Paul last night in the fourth quarter. Turn it on like we know he does. Right. So does. these guys, definitely you know, does. they're, they're going to pick up the slack and, and I'm not going to be worried about any. Any 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 game, any team. A little foreshadowing there. So as we go through this upcoming schedule, Paul, if you pick any yeah. losses, we're going to have some something to deal with. Some words. Stan's not here. There's some words. So, have some so what, what is what is the uh, upcoming schedule? I know the next two games, but I don't know after that. Well, why don't we start <laughs> with the next two games and then we'll go mm-hmm. from there, shall we? Yes. The first game, of course, being at Detroit. De- and that coming up here tomorrow tomorrow 
or today or today as you're listening to it on thursday or this morning or this evening depending on when you're listening or this night but we'll get to that later <laughs> anyway thursday december 2nd at home yes. against the D- detroit pistons the, the detroit pistons why did i say it like that that was weird the ohio state no the university of san diego paul get it right pay the price Okay, are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna tell me what you think? Are you oh, still contemplating the Detroit, the Detroit game? I'm I'm contemplating. Sure. I mean, see, honestly, I mean, please always be honest with me. Always. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. I don't think they will, but I wouldn't be surprised just because it'd it's be kind of this, poetic, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's this shitty team that's sandwiched between the Warriors. <laughs> who we just had a very competitive game against. And I can easily see the team looking past this shitty team. And, you know, thinking, okay, either we got this or just, you know, you just, you're just off because you're not focused on that game. And I could see it, you know, which I think would honestly, well, side note, I remember when, I remember during the 04, or like, I guess it was, was it, what year was it when the Suns had their two streaks? Was it 06, 07? 06, 07, my friend. I feel like I remember during that time, like, you know, when they were at the 17 game mark, and probably much before that too, of just, there was an anxiousness nerves about will we get will this streak keep going right well you know are we gonna you know when are we gonna lose i don't want to lose and maybe it's just i don't know there's something about chris paul's calming presence which is very weird i don't know that like you know you know we had this last season as well where i was like you know where we come at with this whole we good thing is like i'm no longer like i had those in that in our previous iteration of being a good team i guess because it was all offense and if offense isn't firing you didn't have defense to bet you know to like because defense defense is so much so much it's effort you know didn't have that to fall back on this team does you know and we've scrapped out a lot of wins in this streak that like you know other teams, other Suns teams, other NBA, other good NBA teams wouldn't have been able to do. So, I mean, I'm going to say it's going to be a win because I think with all of that said and done is, you know, even if it's an ugly win, I can see it being an ugly win. Yeah, I, I hear you. And this is about as much of a trap game as you can get, right? Right. All the circumstances you just laid out, show that you're sandwiched in between two games against golden state coming off of one very highly emotional game uh and one very contested game coming off a game where you're, you're not where you lost devin booker and you're not going to have him for you know a short period of time that's that's set up for a game that uh you know they they, they could lose of course i'm not going to pick that so yeah w obvs uh but i want to ask you a question because i think yep. you brought up an interesting point when you talk about the you know the the comparison to the the uh, team from 0607 
uh, and really just that era in general, really that specific team. Because you you weren't on the pod. The, the, the last episode that you weren't on asked Dan this question. I want to hear your answer because I'm sure you didn't okay. listen, right? Because you don't listen to our yeah. pod, do you? No, actually, I did listen to that one, but I probably oh. was also – I listened while I work, so I sometimes go in and out of actually paying attention. Thanks for tuning but, in, bud. Because, you know, I don't mind listening to your guys' voices. I hate listening to my own voice, and I assume most of our listeners hate listening <laughs> to my voice as well. <laughs> You're, it's it's a good thing this podcasting was your idea, Paul, because yeah, the in retrospect, the 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 partner selection was I'm kidding. I was I would I would replace you with nobody. Okay. I'd replace you with a couple people. Okay. Let's be honest. I would. Somebody on the claim cast, maybe. For sure, yeah. <laughs> and Taylor Swift, that would probably be it. That'd be it. But Taylor Swift I would be like that. one episode. That's not really a replacement. That's like if I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, and I have the chance to like pretend like I'm going to, and I get to pick one person to be that co-host. I'm going to pick her, and then I'm going to quit after that one episode. Or maybe I'll keep doing it more regularly, just so I can Zoom with her or Skype, whichever one we would choose. She, we could do whichever one she wanted. I wouldn't care. Whoa, tangent. Anyway, what did you find more painful? The loss in the finals last season or any of the eliminations during that seven seconds or less era? Like, the I mean, seven really, seconds or less era, 100%. Raise the question. Is there any year from the seven seconds or less era that is more painful than losing in the finals with obviously the understanding that none of those seven seconds or less eras teams were in the finals? So none of them got as close as this last year's team did. I, I would – Honestly, like all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, exactly. Like and the I, I, I 405 one, like, like, man, I mean, that one, you know, Joe Johnson breaking his face, all that. Yep. Like, okay, know. we don't need to, we do, Paul, we don't need to revisit it, relive there, it. There I'm just asking questions. Each yes. one of them had something crushing happen that was really unrelated to actual basketball in a way that derailed the whole thing. And mm-hmm. so, like, this year we lost. We legitimately lost, and, like, I can't take that away from the Bucks. I mean, yeah, there was, you know, Book had a hammy issue. Um, Chris Paul had his wrist thing and whatnot, so, like, injuries are there. Hey, you but know, you know, you know, Scott Foster, area. you know, Scott Foster has not officiated one Suns game yet this year. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It is weird. Because he officiated so many of their playoff games. And he has no vendetta against Chris Paul. That's not sketchy at all. Sorry, I'm not going to get into it. But go on. But yeah, so like we made it to the finals. We lost. We 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 gave it our best effort. And, you know, shit went down. It's, it is what it is. At least we got there. Having it ripped out having the opportunity kind of ripped away from us is was more devastating plus again those teams like i was just the you know when you play seven guys the entire season yeah and you know there's no room for error there so there was always a level of if something goes wrong this whole thing can go wrong right and I don't have that concern because we're what twelve deep 
with like yeah exactly guys who can play yeah yeah and that and obviously you know to the depth we see we see that exact we, we saw that when da was out right obviously yeah. javel and now of course frank's out which is unfortunate but at the end of the day while frank had great games while he was there I think those great games were great time, great greatly timed, but if they didn't happen, that that's not if it's only Javale, that's not going to be you know a, a season killer. We still have the depth, you know what I mean? Right. Um. But yeah, to to your point, the the I, I brought that up because you're talking about kind of that comfort level. You know what I mean? You're 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 mm-hmm. not as there's not that. Oh, oh gosh, what, what's going to happen? When is this going to end? It, it's kind of like, whatever. What happens, happens. If it keeps rolling, it keeps rolling. It's going to end at some point, so be it. But this team, we know what we have in this team. And, you know, it's funny. You, you mentioned seven guys. I And I was going to try to look it up, but I'm not going to spend the time to do it. Well, we, we're here. We'll wrap up here. But I went back and I looked at the box score from that game where – um, uh, Amari and Boris were suspended. Yeah, we played like six guys. Seven guys, and I think the seventh guy played like four minutes or something like. That. Yeah, didn't didn't so, Marion literally play all forty eight minutes? I'm gonna look that up did, while did you play center. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up while you answer who, because I know you'll give me some time because you'll give me some sort of fantastic some sort explanation of yes. as to your yeah. yes. <laughs> Next game. Yeah. Back to back, so it's Friday. December 3rd at, yes. of course, the Golden State Warriors. By the way, that was my first time seeing Steph Curry play in person, uh-huh. and I loved it. It was great. I thought he was supposed to be good, <laughs> but whatever. <It's> <laughs> Kidding. So, I know he's amazing, but Mikhail Bridges is just awesome. Yes. Our whole defense is awesome. Anyway, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You go. I'm, I'm looking. I can, I can, I can go. Um, so, honestly, this one's kind of – my choice kind of depends on how the the Detroit game plays out. Cause I think if they lose to Detroit, they'll like, well, like they, okay, well, they, they win Detroit. Cause we said they win Detroit. You're right. So they win Detroit. So. And I think Paul froze again. He's probably talking to himself. Well, while we wait for Paul to join us again, I will say that I did find the box score from that game five it was yes game five against the spurs in 06 07 and yes the suns played seven guys pat burke being that seventh guy playing for a grand total of three minutes and sean marion playing for 45 minutes and 45 seconds actually only the third most on the team with Nash playing 45 minutes and 59 seconds and Raja Bell playing 46 minutes and 40 seconds. So that is something else. So you know what? I don't know if Paul's coming back. I'm just going to continue rolling down because you know what? We know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm picking W's for all the games the rest of that week because that's how I roll. I mean, you guys know that by now. Monday, December 6th against the San Antonio Spurs here in Phoenix. Yep. W easy. Then, woo, we got some time off after that. Next game is not until Friday, December 10th. My goodness. The next game, not until Friday, December 10th, here again at home against the Boston Celtics on ESPN. We'll cover that one next week on Fanning the Flames. I will all by my lonesome. My goodness. How weird. I'm cowherding it at the end of the night. Why not? I will 
all on my own here. Go ahead and wrap up this episode of Fanning Flames. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at so says Jay. Paul is at Dervish of Whirl. Dan is at dduarte89, I think. Well, evidently the Wi-Fi at Paul's office crashed, which apparently caused our call to crash. I don't know. Regardless, I could not go without letting you all know that you can, of course, follow the pod on Twitter at FanTheFlamesNBA. And more importantly, to thank you all for listening. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. 17 in a row. Just wanna get-